Collins to be into foul trouble that early into the game as Coach Hallberg joins us now on Cougar postgame. First of all, Coach, congratulations. First time in program history making it to the Final Four. How does this feel? If I could speak without losing my voice, it would feel very good. That was our goal coming in here. I'm about 10 octaves lower than I usually am at this time of the night. So it was it was a great accomplishment for us because we talked about that in the locker room. We We've had some great teams here. We have some great individuals. We've won 20, 30 games, 31 games, conference tournament, regular season tournament, ranked number one. The only goal that's escaped us is getting to the final four. And now when we're here, we got to take care of business on Monday so we survive and come back on Tuesday. Coach, the thing I want to bring up is in that fourth quarter, I think it was probably shot selection, but you wanted, it looked like you wanted to rip out your hair. Was it really the shots in the fourth quarter that you guys weren't really setting up your offense that was really giving you the most frustration? Well, what, what it was, see, is is uh, our shot selection became their best defense. Mm-hmm. They weren't guarding us. They couldn't take the ball away, and we weren't milking the clock. Now, it's hard to blame somebody who's a good shooter for taking a wide-open shot, but that same shot would have been available 15, 20, 35 seconds, uh, not 35, uh, 25 seconds mm-hmm. later. We just shot too quickly and gave them the ball back. Now, all of those shots are great when they're going in. You know, when you make the shot, you don't talk about uh, milking the clock and shot selection. So we, we, we were trying our best to put them back in the ball game by giving them the ball back about five seconds after they gave it to us. So that's what I was a little dissatisfied with is knowing when, you know, a good shot is and knowing when the clock is, you're you're, uh, you're taking care of the clock. As a veteran coach like yourself, I mean, you've been here before. Obviously, you have to adjust on the fly on the sideline. And, of course, we've talked about it enough. Brittany Collins, one of the best front court players, if not the best front court players in the country, gets in foul trouble early. You have to rely on Sammy Pollock. She stepped up big tonight. How did that work out for your team? I told Sammy in the locker room, I said, you never know when your number's going to be called. You know, you sit there all year long. You haven't got your chances because Brittany is such a great post player. Uh, it's hard to take her out of a ball game, so therefore your second string post gets a lot less time. So with foul trouble tonight, I went with Sarah in the first period, and then I thought I'd give Sammy a shot, who's a little bit more physical, and she came up big. Uh, she was ready when her number was called. Yeah, we were obviously expecting you know the size advantage of you guys to be the big key here, and obviously Brittany Collins setting you know uh, have, having the most rebounds, second most rebounds in a game. Morgan Stewart had 27, she had 23. Did you expect that much though? Because Brittany Collins seemed like the key to you guys having a 19-0 run in the first quarter. Well, I mean that's that's the whole thing with Brittany. Uh, the other team has to have a, a very good post play in order to stop her. And Brittany, uh, the last foul that she picked up on the sideline over there, you know, coaches could say, oh, that's aggressiveness. Well, I don't know if I'd call it aggressiveness or not because uh, during the timeout, I said, now, Brittany, you can't pick up the fourth. Mm-hmm. You can't pick up the fourth. Okay, coach. So what does she do? Go out and jumps on somebody and picks up the fourth. It was aggressive. She was going for a loose ball. But when you're playing as good as she was and dominating the game, you don't pick up that fourth regardless of what, you know, particularly that early in the ball game. So she had all those statistics and didn't play uh, 14 minutes of the game. Yeah. And right. she still had 21 points and 23 rebounds with the 14 minutes on the bench. Last question for for me, Coach, is I was really uh, impressed by the timing of your timeouts when you decided to call them during the game, especially when, obviously, going on a 19-0 run, that was huge, and then they weathered the storm a bit, kind of cut into that deficit. What was the thinking in calling the timeouts when you did, and what was the message being stressed? Well, some of it particularly, I was, you know, I thought we were tired tonight. I thought we looked very tired and mm-hmm. Uh, it's my decision to play a lot of minutes with the starting team when they're gelling. 
But over the course of three games in a row and players out there playing 40 minutes a game, uh, I was trying to call some of the timeouts just as they sit here. This is a this is a, a break for you. This is a coffee break. I want you, this is a timeout mm-hmm. so you get your energy because we, we, we missed a couple of loose balls today that we normally get just because somebody beat us to the ball. So most of that. And then, the, you know, you're always trying to stop the other teams from momentum. You don't want to. You don't want to have them slice all the way down your lead in the six or seven points and then say, okay, now it's time to call timeout. You know, you've got to try to take the momentum away from that team when you got a big lead before it slices down to a small lead. So we try to get it before. You know, I never want them to get under 10 when they're coming back at us. Yeah, final thing, Coach. Obviously, I'm not going to ask you how much this means to you because you're just going to you know, brush that one off. I know, though, you have been looking at Concordia. What have you noticed from them, and, and what are you going to be game planning for Monday? You know, you guys have been down here all week, and what you really notice is how different each game is Mm -hmm. you know with the style of play look at this uh i was a little fearful uh of this uh southwestern uh southeastern florida team because they were monsters all over the floor they had two guards over six feet at the top of the top of their zone their one Mm -hmm. two two zone not only was the girl she looked like an airplane when she spread her hands out we'd have had some trouble with their height because we're not a big team so they would have given us some trouble but uh Concordia now is similar to, uh, uh, similar in a way to Olivet or Friends, a team that comes out and gets you and presses you a little bit. Uh, However, I think we've got the ball hand. And uh, if you're going to press us, and I'm not giving a scouting report, if you're going to press us, you better be pretty quick. Because if not, we're going to go by you and we'll have some open shots at the other end of the floor. So we got to be ready on Monday for more of a full-court game where this one was a half-court game. Well, Coach, and I lied, and uh, you said something that I want to ask, and it's really the quickness that kind of gave Michaela Layden trouble. Because we saw her, at least in the first half, kind of not know how to deal with the quickness of the Ozarks. Um, is, is that, are we going to see something similar, at least from Concordia? Because Mick seemed like she struggled just getting out of the gate and getting, her, getting in her flow. Well, as you know, they were small. Okay, mm-hmm. if you're small, you better be quick. Yeah. The worst combination in basketball is small and slow. <laughs> That's a bad combination. Absolutely. When somebody tells me, recruit this girl, she's small, but she's not too quick. Well, okay, well, you can be big and slow, but you can't be small and slow. Michaela has been playing her tail off. Michaela, I, she was the one I called the timeout for. I could tell, but she was physically exhausted out there because she plays with so much emotion the whole time she's out there. You don't get tired if you're not playing hard. I always get a kick when players would say to me, I'm not tired, coach. My answer to that is you, you mustn't be doing anything. <laughs> if you're out there playing like Michaela does, you're going to get tired regardless of what kind of shape you're in. Coach, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. I Congratulations, hours, coach. Absolutely. Congratulations <laughs> on the win. Very well uh, Coach game, and, and we're looking forward to Monday night. I made one mistake in the locker room. I told him no limit at Famous Dave's. That's going oh, to no. come back and haunt me.